Welcome to Relevant Live with Pastor Chris Sarno, a weekly podcast from Relevant Church in Daytona Beach, Florida. We pray that this message inspires hope, help, and healing in your life. And as always, welcome home. Hallelujah. I'm excited about sharing, and I want you to share because as we share, we help people. Amen? Praise the Lord. Glory to God. And if you need the Wi-Fi password and all that stuff, it's up there. Pop that up there every once in a while. Has everybody got the Wi-Fi? I don't even know what it is. Well, praise be to God. Well, I'm just hooked up. Amen? Ready to go? Praise God. All right, write these things down. I'm going to tell you today. It was really good, I felt. This series, we're talking about mastering your mind, because a lot of times, this is what happens. You got ideas, and you got to know where your ideas are coming from, so you can maybe either push against them or figure this out. I'm going to give you some really stuff that I think can help you, because I started asking myself this question. Do I really care? Everybody good? Do I really care about where these thoughts come from? I just don't really want them in my head. You know what I'm saying? Did you get that? Yep. Like, I'm, I'm full energy today, so let's go. Ready? Like, I'm, I'm, you're going to pull on me, and if you pull on me, you're going to get more out of me, all right? So, you know, like, where'd this come from? You know, I started asking myself, man, I don't know. I mean, you start getting all psychological, and I'm like, dude, I don't know, neurons and, like, something's, you know what I'm saying, bro? I need you guys to help me. Like, what, how, where did this thing even happen? You know, and they're like, you know, neurons and, uh, you know, electrodes in your head are going off and random firing and all that. I was like, what is this, man? I went to the Harvard <laughs> Educate. I was like, dude, bro, bump that. I'm not going there. God help me. What do I care where it really came from? Right. I want to just know what I'm supposed to do with them. You know what I mean? Should I really? But I'm going to tell you where they came from. Okay? But are you getting what I'm saying? Like, is that my thought? Is that, where'd that come from? How do I handle it? What do I do? How does this work? Because a lot of times what happens is this, we think like thoughts, thoughts are ours. But I got news for you, a lot of the thoughts you have are not yours, so you're not really rightfully responsible to take ownership of something that's not yours. And I'm gonna teach you guys some stuff, and I'm gonna teach you some stuff, it's like we don't think in words, we use words, we don't think in words per se, because words really produce pictures and you live more in imaginations of pictures than you do anything, okay? And, I, and I'm gonna show you this. I really need you to live in your imagination because your memory is kind of dangerous because your imagination shows me where you can go on the creative side of you. Memory just shows me where you've been and really shows me almost a side of you we don't really wanna see anymore because memory is a lot of recall and that's not really good as much as imagination takes you into creativity and creativity is better for you because creativity leaves us in a forward progress of showing us where we could be and what we can do and where we could go. Memory just shows me what really we've done before. Is that okay? So I'm going slow because I want you to get this, all right? But understand this, we don't think, now this is what you gotta see, we don't really think Terrence, this is the key. We don't really think in words like dog. If I go, you got a dog? You got a dog? Anybody got a dog? You got a cat? You got anything? You got kids, bro. You like so you got so many kids, bro. You're like, forget it. I ain't got no time for nothing. I ain't even got a goldfish. You got four dogs? You need prayer. Okay, ready? So here we go. You don't think D-O-G. You think your dog. There ain't no, I don't got a dog. If I say D-O-G, you think, if I say dog, you think D-O-G? No, you think of an image of a dog. Dog you had, somebody's dog, Snoopy, something hit your head. So you don't really use words like we think we use words as much words produce pictures. 
Okay, so if I come in here and go, now let me show you one that's cool, because this changes for everybody. Just like dog does, if I go health, right? If I say health, you have good health. To somebody, good health is like, bro, if I got up today and I'm breathing, that's moving forward. That's the God's honest truth, though. That's not mean. That's just how they see health. You talk to a 15-year-old kid, health, he looks at you like, what you talking about? Health? How much candy can I eat? Right? If I say money, right? Money to you means M-O-N-E-Y. No, money to somebody in here means I got to have a lot. Somebody else. See, money, everything means something different in the image based upon the perspective. So we have to understand something. We don't really, we use words that produce images and pictures. Okay? So you live your life with pictures and images more than you really think you lead with words. That's why words are usually connected to emotional responses because feelings are connected in there. Okay? So now watch this. Have you ever had a thought come to you and change your whole disposition of the day because connected to that thought was not a good memory? Absolutely. Have you ever had a a thought come to you and that thought was so good that you smiled all day long? See that? Now, was anything spoken? No, it was internal. Pictures arose on the inside, and the picture that arose on the inside has now changed your whole character on the outside based upon an image. So this is what I'm saying. So is my life sometimes governed by what I hear? Yes, but really, as Proverbs says this, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. What does that mean? So as you think, because how many know, sometimes we become rejectors of truth because truth, let me show you something about truth, rejectors of truth because we can't believe the truth we hear. So that limits me to this, or gives me understanding. Your biggest problem is you lie to you more than anybody, and you got to outcome the lies in your head with truth. Because if you become a rejecter of truth, we got problems because all we can live on is the pictures of your past. And that ain't helping nobody. So let's find out what these things are. Here's my thing. Straight up, when I was praying about this, I was like, God, I don't really care where these thoughts came from. I just don't want them. But I really feel like I got to let you know where they came from because if we could connect them to where they came from, you could understand. And I get real quick with this because I don't play no games. You could, your thoughts either came from God or the devil. That's it. You ain't never had an original thought a day in your life. Somebody thought it, they just didn't act on it. Right. Understand that? You have never had an original thought a day in your life. My God, I feel the Holy Ghost. Yeah, you know, and it was like, oh, I got a, I got a you know, PhD and, a, you know, all this stuff. God bless you. Get your PhD. You got a post hole digger over there, over there. <laughs> dig some posts. I don't care about what you're going to do. I'm going to take you to the Bible, the origination of thought. God spoke and it became. See here all day long playing games. Let's just get to the truth. Genesis 3.8 shows us how this worked. Me and Paul were talking about the other Paul. We talked about something that was kind of funny, and it kind of triggered my thinking a little bit. And I was, I was thinking about it. You know, I said, I was, I was really thinking, where do these things come from? Now, you got to understand something about God. This is why I see it, and it was kind of good. God, when God created Eden, okay, he never wanted Eden to stop, okay? You understand this? When God made man, he never wanted rebellion to show up. God was alone and made man and formed him and fashioned him in his image so he could have fellowship with man. He made woman for man. He wanted everything to be good. 
Kids were coming. Everything was coming. We were going to have an Eden-like earth. That's why he's going to bring a new heaven and a new earth because the other one's been corrupted. You see it? God never wanted rebellion in the earth. He just wanted harmony with man. God made you to fellowship with him. That's all it was about. When Adam committed high treason, Eden was supposed to grow. The garden of Eden was supposed to grow and overtake the whole earth because God was done with man. But then what? God recreated a brand new system for man to make it, even though man was wicked and rebellious in his own heart. That was God's always plan. From the beginning, he wanted that. You know, I'm getting ahead, but you know what I'm saying. God knew where you were going, and that's why he even had to change things he did and did what he did, and Lucifer rebelled, and the whole deal went crazy. But here's what I want you to do. Why does Lucifer attack man in the garden? Because he didn't want God and man to have harmony like he had it with him. So you got to realize, God never wanted that perfect life to lead. So when, when, when what happened was, and that's, that's neither here nor there. We'll, go, we'll get there later. But what I'm trying to get you to understand is that when Lucifer shows up in the garden to bring deception, he shows up in the third voice of reason. Okay? And that's what you got to start understanding in life. That's why I tell people all the time, go to Genesis 3 and 8. That's why I think it's very important that you and the word of God become one because the third, next voice you hear is probably going to bring deception within the relationship. Okay, because you got to understand that's why I'm real. I was told them in the morning service, if I stay close to you or you stay near me or I got your hand, I don't need you listening to nine people. Confusion's only going to be around because it's true. You got to find a place and stay there because this is the danger. Say they show up with an idea, but here comes Lucifer with a suggestion. Now, let me explain to you something why suggestion so strong. You got to understand the nature of the devil. Okay, and I'm not going to study him because there's no reason to study him, but you must know your adversary. He has only thoughts, ideas, and suggestions. He has no faith. Nothing faithful about him. He's a liar. He has deception based upon wrong images, pictures. He's the one speaking to things. He wants you to empower your own defeat. He has no faith. When he attacks Adam in the garden, you see his system of attack. It's the first time man has ever been attacked. Does everybody understand what I'm saying? Now, just trust me. What you don't know, just go, okay, preacher, I'm getting it, because I'm going to help you. You don't need to know all this stuff. It's like the doctor. You ever go to a doctor and he diagnoses you? And he goes, oh, you have this. Like these dudes are pilots, right? When I'm in the air, bro. All I want to know is keep the thing in the sky. I don't want to hear about your 400 hours of training. Who cares? Can you imagine the guy gets something? Hello, this is Captain Todd. I've been traveling for 30 years now. I have 4,000 million hours in the air. I've been through turbulent storms. All those sounds you don't want to hear. I've been through it. It's been great. No, bro, keep the thing in the air. Just keep me up there, bro. Hello? The doctor? Well, I went to, you know, medical school. No, just tell me what I got to take to get rid of this junk. I don't want to hear about the 9 billion hours of studies you got. That's why I'm here. If I didn't think you were good, I would have stood home. Hello? So just trust what I'm telling you and go, okay, I see it. I agree with it. Lucifer attacks man, and he comes in there with this. He goes, hey, I got it. They had a, they had a meeting in hell. You know, let me just tell you how it went down. They had a meeting in hell because he took a third of the angels with him because he's a wacko. And the third of the wacky angels that went with him that rebelled went in there. And he said, hey, let me tell you something I know. I know you could do a lot of stuff, but you better stay away from the anointing because the anointing is the burden removing, yoke destroying power of God. And if we get near the anointing, how you know something about the anointing, Lucifer? I was the most anointed angel they had. But when I rebelled, I gave up my anointing coat and now I went to my rebellious coat. And I'll tell you one thing you better not do. If you guys want to make it, you better stay away from the anointing because the anointing that's on that guy, Adam, will destroy you. 
So he knew going in the garden that I cannot beat this guy in a fight and I cannot take him into the arena of fear if he stays in the arena of faith. So let me kill him with what I could destroy him with. It's called the power of suggestion. And what you must understand, I write this down, it is always connected to your identity. And if you don't have the right identity, you're not going to have the right knowledge to think. Let me show you why. Because he understands the greatest way for you to produce the wrong image is self-doubt. So just like everything, everything's been about an identity. Remember when Jesus came out of the River Jordan, he said, if you are the son of God, prove it. Why? Because every time you see yourself wrong in the pages of the Bible and believe something different about yourself, you are stepping down from the place that God gave you, but you need your faith to believe that. So what he does is he goes, do you want to be like God? He goes, I, I don't know. I thought I would. No, he goes, you don't know who you are. And when your identity is in question, God's character will be too. Write that down. When your identity is in question, God's character will be too. Don't say that. Well, I don't know about me. No, no, then you don't know about God. You don't know what God does. How many got mad at God? Come on. Because my identity was challenged. This shouldn't be happening to me. I shouldn't be going through this. I thought I'm more than a conqueror. And now you're challenging God's what? Character. Because you don't know your identity. Isn't this something that you question God about who he is the moment you don't know who you are? And then you want to know, God, why? And God goes, not me, it's you. But he'll never tell you that because he's long-suffering. He's awesome, man. Mr. Williams see me this morning. He goes, Pastor, he goes, I want to tell you something. He goes, you know what God told me? He goes, you sure do love God. I said, you're right. You're right. Because I've seen only a, I ain't, I don't know nothing. But the thimble I've seen of him has blown me out of my mind about how much he cares about people. And ain't no throwaways. And he long suffering. He got tons of patience. When I was a young guy in this game, I was hard, man. Yeah, thank God for you guys staying with me in the early days because I was uh, the, the, the narrow way was narrow because I was living it. When you're living it at that level, you can't understand people that ain't. You almost don't even have compassion for them because I just want production. And then you start doing this for a while and you realize, man, people really going through life and, you know, you stretch your compassion, but God never stretches the narrow way. But you have compassion with people because we got time. We got time to grow. It's going to be okay. We can fix it. Man, Pastor Cruz, you a fix-it guy? We can fix anything. We can fix everything. We got time to fix it because God's merciful. So good. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? We all grow. So this is cool. So this is what he does. He goes, all right, go in there and tell him he's not what God made him to be. And if Adam takes his faith and believes our lie, it'll become his reality. And that's your life. Most people's reality is the lies of the enemy that they empower to become their truth. And here's the cool part. Now watch this. This is so good. Because this is what I believe. How do you even get the power to do this? Simple. Man rebelled in the garden. You understand this? God, God never wants, free will to me, I don't, I don't like it. 
because it's order. Now, God doesn't want robotic Christians, but God wants obedience. But if you really think about it, once you become obedient, you really produce the character of the person who loves God, and you do that in the genuineness of your heart because it's easy to rebel if you so choose to. Because I asked, that's what we talked who tempted Lucifer? It was within him. And it's in with every one of us to rebel on our own. But the person that follows after God chooses not to. So temptation isn't as great. Okay, I don't want to lose you. Just pay attention. Here's the deal. Where'd my ideas come from? Think of this. Your ideas came from God or the devil. Just shut it down. Don't go no further than there. Do you have your own? I don't think so. Original thought isn't really yours. Somebody else thought it. If it's good, it's God. If it's bad, it's the devil. Make it simple. Here's my next question. So where do my thoughts come from? God or the devil? Question number two. Why are you taking ownership of thoughts that are not yours? Where did it come from? You see it? Everything in your head is not yours. So why are you accepting it to be you? The kids, I laughed. We went somewhere, right? I couldn't even believe it. You kids in school, God bless you. I'm double, double up praying for you. I looked at this thing. I said, I said, what is all this crazy stuff? The kids were telling me it's all these lifestyles these kids are trying to live and all this stuff. So I said, who came up with all this nonsensical nut stuff and signed off on this garbage, right? And you know what I'm talking about. If you don't know what I'm talking about, they don't know. They're 50, there was a shirt with 15 different genders on the back of it. I had to ask questions. I think I've got to Google some of this stuff. I don't even know what's going on. I was like, how did we get here? Don't get into all that. Here's what I'm just trying to get you to see. If everything that comes in your head is the truth, we got problems. There's no governor no more. We're off the rail. And stupid society goes, oh, great. Be free in your head to think the way you want to think. That's real stupid. Because now you got nutty people leading nutty people becoming nuttier. And you understand what I'm saying? I don't mean anywhere. If you have something going on, you're challenging. I understand that. But I'm like, come on. There's no governor no more. So today I can get up and decide I'm this. Tomorrow I'm an astronaut. Yeah, go for it. Whatever you want to do, it's up to you. The problem with America is you got too much freedom. Thank God for the people that died for freedom, but we got too much freedom because, you know, somebody asked me, well, you know, I live in a kingdom with a king and I'm not allowed to go outside there. And some of you church people better get, get, get this real quick because, like, what do you belong to? I belong to the king in the kingdom. And bring the topic up, I'll tell you what party I'm part of. Well, what do you believe? Uh, give, me this, give, me the, give me the topic and I'll go check in with the king. And I'll see what the king said in the kingdom that I live in. And then you tell me what party I'm part of. I'm part of the Holy Ghost party. Ain't no party like a Holy Ghost party. Come on, baby. You know what I'm saying? What part, are you people crazy? What do you think about this, Pastor Chris? You're supposed to be politically correct. Are you out of your stinking mind? Politically correct? I'm here to flip over some tables. They should send me to the White House. Praise be to God. Praise the Lord, man. You know who I am? I'm walking in that room like, you know who I am, bro? Look, you better wake up, dude. Look, I don't care who's there. Your favorite guy, their favorite guy, next 20 years, send me in. You guys better understand something. This democracy we're living in is great, and I love it, but too much freedom will make you nuts. We need to have no more borders of understanding within the mind, man. We're off the deep end here, man. Morality's going out the window. Why? Because this is what happens when you do not have controlled thoughts. You believe everything. 
Now, I'm not saying to conform. You can believe whatever you want, but guess what? Some of this stuff is nuts, and now we're three million miles away from the Bible, and we wonder why. This is why. So I can't fix everybody. I'm here to fix you. What am I trying to get you to see? Everything that does come in your head is not yours. The only thing you take ownership of is what you put faith in. Did you get that? The only thoughts that you take ownership of are the ones you put faith in. Problem, you lie to you more than anybody. Everybody does. So what is me and what is God and how did it start? Now look at Genesis 3.8, okay? You all right? You like this? How many of you think thoughts? All right, watch, prove it to you. How many of you thought thoughts? You've, you've meditated, you've festered in it, you've gotten mad about it. And you were so hot, you actually responded to this thought, and the thought was completely a lie. Yep. <laughs> I'm going to do this again over here with the, the honest people, besides three honest people over here. How many of you have done this? You got it in your, oh, this is what happened? This is what's going on? Right? Right? You hot? Woo! Wait. And man, you waiting. Woo! Yeah. So hot. My head, my head's like... Ooh, that's what they're doing. Ooh, you like this all day. I can't wait. Five o'clock. Oh, wait. You loaded. Come on. Come on. Right? How many of you done it? You so hot in the head. Ooh, this is what they think. Oh, that's what's happening. You festering. Ooh, I know that's what they're thinking. I know. I got, ooh, yeah. And you meditated and meditated and muttering. And the devil's like, yeah, that's what they're doing in your head. And you're like, yeah, that's the truth. It's the truth. It's the truth. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, how was your day? I'll tell you how my day was. Oh, you better get ready. My day, my day was messed up because you, you did this. You, and you go, I wasn't even there. I don't even know what in the heaven you talking about. It wasn't me. I wasn't there. Who is telling you this? You better make sure that's right because I'm ready to fight. And not, it didn't even happen. You ever go to work and argue about something? And then three days later, it wasn't even a story. And the whole company shot out about something that wasn't even going to happen. And you're like, Stop it, man. Where are these ideas coming from? You ever have an idea or a feeling and you're like, well, yeah, how about this one? I did this on Wednesday. They don't like me. <laughs> I know they don't like me. I see the way they look at me. I know, I know, I know. They don't like me. They look at me with that look. They don't like me. They're mad. They don't like me. I know you know you know you don't like me because I know you. I see the way you're looking at me. I know you don't like me. And then you sit down. And you're, I got my, some of my best friends in life. Or the people I thought didn't like me. They didn't like me and you don't like them. And you know you don't like me. I know you don't like me. I thought you didn't like Then you sit down one day like, I thought you didn't like me. Bro, I thought you didn't like me. I was like, I thought you looked at me funny, you know. And I was, you looked at me, man, the first time you're in the first time you see me. Yeah, I looked at you. I thought you didn't like me. But I didn't like, you didn't like, I, I thought you didn't like, I, I thought, no, nah, bro, I thought you didn't like me. So that's why I didn't talk to you. Now, you were rude that day in the foyer. I didn't think you liked me. That's why. I seen you look at me. I knew you, you sized me up too. I almost punched you, bro. Just hit you at that church picnic, bro. I'm street and street, no street. You're looking at me funny, dude. You know how some of you are. And then you find out they're your best friends 20 years later. Like, where is this? What is wrong with us? Where does these ideas come from? Where is this mental picture 
coming from. And we're almost insane if you don't think about it. Like We're one step away from insane, all of us. I just want to let you know that. Because this thing will take you on a journey. You're like, who told you this? Look at Genesis 3.8. Look what happens. And they heard, the, this is Adam and Eve. Lucifer comes in and says, Adam, man, you want to be like God? This joker thought he was like God. But he doesn't have his identity. Listen to me. Wherever your identity is not secure, oh my God, you better hear me. Wherever your identity is not sure and steadfast, the enemy will come in with pictures of a person you're not and mess you up. I'm not loved, I'm not this, I'm not cared for, I'm not this. Where is your identity messed up? And do me a favor, this is not, my God, I wish my spouse was here today. Because <laughs> I know how some of you think, like, oh, yeah, she needs to hear this. Oh, yeah, she needs, nah, bro, this is about all of us. We're all jacked up. You know what I'm saying? You know how some of you are? My ex-husband should be here. I'll whip him in the tail with a belt. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? People wrong, bro. Like, oh, my brother needs to be here. That joker crazy. He crazy, crazy. No, we need to get this. This is funny. This is, I'm like therapy. I'm like therapy for you. On a Sunday, this is therapy. Are you having fun? Are you good? Just check it out, right? Is it we're thinking? We're, we're in the heaven and this stuff. Just watch this. Okay? When you're, when you're in, and I don't want to say you're insecure. Insecurities are just, any insecurities in every one of our life, and we all have them, are just, we are deprived of identity. That's all they are. Because you're not who you think you are. And do me a favor, you're not who you were 20 years ago. Stop with all this stuff like, you got to get healed, and you got to get this, and you got to, you need a new in Christ. Pastor Liz asked me a great question the other day. She goes, well, how in the world do people get there? I said, you fight to renew your mind so hard, it becomes your life quest. Because nobody's living up to the label of new creature in Christ. Nobody. It's a constant mind renewal battle. It was a great question. Because Romans 12, 1 and 2 was our lifelong quest. But you know how much work it takes? You know how much work it's going to take you to renew your mind to who you are in Christ? And the battle you're going to have to have internally before you're ever going to have external results? It's constant, daily, every minute of the day, you're going to have to refute thoughts that are not yours. It's doable, and I don't want to make it seem like it's astronomically impossible, but you know it's going to take work. Oh, I'm a new creature in Christ. Prove it. Let me hang out with you for 24 hours a day. I'll show you how new you are. No, I'm not trying to say it's just actions. It's even mental. Actions are just going to be one place, but then we got to go listen to every thought you got in your You know how much work this takes? You can do it, though. So what are you going to do? I'm showing you how to get the governors. So everywhere my identity is deprived from my life in Christ, I'm going to have a battle with the enemy of wrong pictures of who he's telling me I am, even though it has nothing to do with me. And if I'm not careful, I'm going to buy the lies, and if you buy the lies, you self-defeat yourself. Okay? So let me show you what happens. Look, we got to go, oh, God. 3-8, go here. Look, is this good? Is this helping you? God ideas? I'm going to show you how to locate this. Look what he says here. And he says, and they, and they heard the voice of the Lord God walking in the cool of the day. He had no problem hearing God's voice before. Why is it different now? He had no problem hearing God before. Why is it different now? Come on. Now what? He, some, of you, some of you know what your problems are? You got to get rid of your fig leaf, man. Yeah. You cover up your stuff. You got to see this thing. It's true, right? Why are they so fig leaves to cover their nakedness? Why would they know their nakedness? Because sin spoke to them. And we try to cover with fig leaves what only we could get covered by blood. 
Why do you think God made them go slay an animal and put on the skin of a goat or a skin of a calf or the skin of an animal because there had to be a shedding of blood for the remission of sins? Fig leaves are just what? Temporal opportunities for you to cover something you need to confront. And it's within your own identity and your internal. Because look, I don't care how any of you respond, my response is up to me. You can't be playing that card like, oh, I respond like this because you're like that. No, bump that. You got to take responsibility for you. Everybody can go wacky. You got to still stay true to who you are. And they heard the voice of the Lord in the garden and the cool of the day. And Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord amongst the trees and said, What? And the Lord God called him and said to him, Where are you? He said, I heard your voice in the garden and I was afraid and I was naked. That's where I got that show, Naked and Afraid from, right there. I didn't know where they got it. And you watch it too. You know you do because it's funny. I'm not looking at nobody's rear end or none of that, but I watch it because these people are funny. Bro, let me help you with the naked and afraid people, all right, because this, uh, this show is funny. These jokers go out in the middle of nowhere. What did they think it was going to be like, a picnic? And these dudes are babies, half of them. Well, I didn't eat for 12 hours. I start thinking when we fast. Remember, I didn't eat for three weeks. What you crying about? You got to eat every two minutes. Relax. Calm yourself down, little baby. And then they show up, right? They're funny, right? I like you already. I can tell you, I like you people. You people are my kind of people. She's laughing, right? These people are nuts. Why are you even going out there? Then the first question I got, how much money? They don't even get paid. These people need to go get a job. That's the problem. People like that, all you naked and afraid people, send them a letter. You might be watching. You need to get a job because you ain't got no time for that nonsense if you go to work. The last time you're going to run around, can you imagine telling my dad, praise me? <laughs> I ain't going to be able to preach the rest of the day. He old school, worked three jobs. Hey, Dad, I'm going to go get naked and run around the woods and film a TV show. Give me a break. He'll tell you, yeah, you better go listen to your preaching sermon about losing your mind. You just lost yours, dude. Go to work. Give me a break. That's funny. I'm like, you ever go on a show like that? Nah, bro. He working 90 hours a week. Come on. Look, thou has eaten of the tree. I command you not to. The voice of rebellion was birthed the moment she listened to that serpent. Now, he's, got, he's his own problem. He didn't do what he's supposed to do. But the minute they absorbed it, now listen to me. This is why your mind, that act of rebellion will last in the earth until Jesus Christ comes back. And it opened up man's mind to the power of the devil's suggestion forever because of the high treason that took place there. I told him in the morning service, and that's where sickness came in when she ate the fruit. He's able to attack man. Because by absorbing in the mind reason and eating of the fruit, she let enter in, and he did too, the rebellion of Lucifer into mankind. And now you're going to have to fight against it, and you can and you can win, but I want you to understand this. That's how he gets action, because it bothered me. How in the heaven I got God in me, Holy Spirit in me, this is why I want to tell you this. How in the heaven do I got God in me, the Holy Spirit in me, and I got these crazy thoughts in my head, and I'm holy? Because what did it do? It, it tried to rob your image. When I first got saved, let me tell you what happened. I was learning this stuff, and I, man, one day I had the worst day in my life. You didn't even notice. I had the worst day in my life with this. Man, I had these thoughts in my head were so wrong. They weren't like, you know, stupid stuff. They were so bad. I was like... And I got so discouraged because I said, how in the world am I saved, got the Holy Ghost, going to heaven, and I got these thoughts in my head. What is wrong with me? 
I was depressed. I got depressed for an afternoon. I said, what is wrong with me? How in the world could I have these thoughts in me and I got God in me and now the abundance of the heart to mount me? What is, I thought I was a broken Christian. Seriously, this is going to be so good. It's going to help you. I thought I was broken. I said, what is wrong with me? And then all of a sudden, the Lord told me, he said, oh, thoughts are seeds. This is what he does. Thoughts are seeds and they're containers that bounce around your mind. As long as you don't speak them out of your mouth, you don't plant them. I said, what'd you say? He said, thoughts are seeds, like a container in your head, bouncing around. And the enemy bombards your mind. Remember battlefield of the mind? Puts it in your mind, 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 puts it, why? Because he wants it to come out of your mouth so you can plant your own harvest of defeat. So he opens up suggestion, thoughts, ideas, suggestion. You see it? So why do I got these crazy thoughts in my head? Because Adam and Eve opened the door to it, but I can discipline them. And that's when I found out, don't think this is any strange thing, this thing you're going through. Everybody's going through it. You just learn how to fight. See what I'm saying? So now you're going to remember that. It comes in my head. It's a seed bouncing around in a container. It ain't yours. Don't take ownership of it. You got to filter it. Is it something I could believe? If I can't believe it, I got to get rid of it and discard it. If I can believe it, I can accept it and speak it. But if not, I got to be a rejecter of lies. Otherwise, those lies become truths in my life and create my reality. You seeing it? It's important. See it? And I got it. I said, oh, that ain't mine. Don't take ownership of it. That ain't mine. Look at this thing, go, that ain't mine. Because why? The enemy's trying to lie to you to make you believe something about you that's untrue. And if you're not careful, you'll take the bait. You'll take that mind bait, and now you're meditating on it. Look, look we got to go. Look at this 2 Corinthians 10.3. Just look at this. Now I'm going to show you something here. The battle in the mind is combat. Yeah, you got to put that in it because it's all, it's all military terminology. Now people are like, oh, I'm very passive. You better stop that passiveness. And you better start fighting. In your head, you got to fight against that. Are you, so, so number one, we see this, right? Why, well, God, because everybody's got the God is good. God's good. He is good. Then why is God good Then all this evil's around? Because you got a devil running around the earth with craziness that you got power and authority over. But if you don't know it, this joker will be lying to you all day. And you'll believe his lies and empower your defeat. So we understand Thoughts, ideas, and suggestions are how the enemy try to get you to use your faith to create your defeat. And we understand how they came because when man fell, he got access to your head. You see it? So you can't just shut it off until you start disciplining them. Now, somebody's going to say, well, what hope do we got, preacher? You got to start learning to discipline your mind. If you don't start disciplining your mind, this stuff will keep happening. You ever see a bully? He called me pushing kids, right? Push you. I push you. Sooner or later, what you got to do? You got to punch him in the face. He ain't going to stop coming if you don't fight back. Now, I'm not talking physically. He ain't fighting no physical thing. You understand what I'm saying? But if somebody keeps poking you and pushing, you got to fight back. You got to push back. So you just leave your head open like a guitar. Oh, just come on in there. Take some rental space. You got, hey, look, bro. You're gonna, all right, I'm going to show up at your house. I'm going to park an RV, some cars on your front lawn. Just pull it up. I got an 18-foot trailer I'm going to put over here, and I got a, I got a double wide I'm going to put over there. Matter of fact, I got to park the boat somewhere. I'll put the bikes up in there. I'll put all that stuff in your front lawn. You'd flip out. Wouldn't you flip out? Billy, you got a whole bunch of land out there. I'll bring semi-trucks, tractor trailers, a bunch of stuff. i park all this. A Billy, like, what is this, a parking lot? Yeah, I'm just going to park my stuff here and leave it. Well, Pastor, I love you, but you got to have permission before I can start doing all this. Why are you giving the enemy free access to your head and not valuably holding ground and saying, you got to have permission before you park that thing up in my head? You got to have permission before I'm going to go put that out there. I got to stop this nonsense. Look what he says. Look what he says. 
for the weapons of our warfare. Though we walk in the flesh, we do not war. What do you mean war? I didn't even know I was in a battle. You brought a battle in your head. It's a war. Isn't that sound like terminology of fighting? Battle? Well, I just don't, I don't want to, I just want to be calm. I didn't say you got to get loud, but you better start refuting the things in your head. War? What do you mean war? Some of you guys been in war. Thank you. But there ain't no peace in war. It's a fight to survive. Right? For though we walk in the flesh, natural, we don't war. This battle ain't fleshy. We're going to hit the head of the devil in the head with a hammer. You can't see the joker. Fight spiritually. For the weapons of our warfare are not fleshy, but they're mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. What's a stronghold? Wrong thought, idea, and suggestion. Fortresses in your mind, that ain't true. That's what a stronghold is. It's a fortress in your mind. That's not true. Why do you believe this about you? You know why? Now, listen, I'm going to be ornery, but I don't care. Look at me. You want to know why some of you believe this? Because some dipstick told you something that don't know nothing about you, and you believed it. What is wrong with you? Why don't you start qualifying who could speak into your life? You got a moron talking junk to you, telling you all this stuff. And you're like, oh, yeah, that's who I am. Could you say I am? Wait a minute, stop. This is when I want to see your credentials. What gives you the proper arrangement to say this stuff about me in your mind coming out of your mouth? Well, you know, they said I'm this. Why are you buying that? Don't listen to it. Don't listen to it. You say, well, you know, it came, it hurt me. Every words, man, sticks and stones will break your bones and words will never hurt you. That's a lie from hell. Sticks and stones I can heal from. Words you carry the rest of your life, they label you. True. Don't believe it. You go, yeah, man, I don't even, I don't even, who are you? Are you qualified to speak about it? That's why I told you, man, I'm telling you right here now, some of you people know what I'm talking about. I don't, look, man, I don't fight for that. I don't fight for mind space because you got enough voices in your head. I'm not fighting for space up there. That's why I got to, I want to be there. Boom. Because I, you, who am I going to listen to? That's why you can't have all these voices, man. Reason shows up. And you want us crazy? Re- rebellion will show up. Because what it does is this. Now, can I show you this? This is a real thin line. You got to really pay attention and pull this out of me. Because I said it in the morning service. Rebellion is always connected to it because it's formed in, your emotions are rebellious thoughts. Sometimes, because they're not connected to truth. But they seem real because they feel. So what happens is, if you fine line it back, you go, oh, that's what I feel. It's based in a lie, though. So it's an untruth. So it's really rebellion in disguise. Rebellion is in disguise in thoughts, ideas, suggestion, and because what's the third voice? It was birthed in rebellion when Lucifer opened his mouth in the garden. So what's happened is this. You got an opinion about it. God's got an opinion about it. And Lucifer's got a rebellion in it. So you see it in this. Now you say, oh, where's it go back to? It really goes back to what? Those thoughts, those ideas, those suggestions outside of the word of God are based in rebellion. Those feelings are rebellion. They're lies. They're not God's truth. Get rid of the people. The ba- you know who your biggest problem is? You. Who cares who said it? You're just qualifying words, baby. You ain't qualifying nothing else. You're just qualifying pictures. I don't care who said it. Wanting to say something? It's going to sound bad, but I, can't, I don't even care if God said it. Who cares? You, you, who cares what he said? Because until you believe it, it ain't doing nothing for you. Wow. That's right. 
cares what God said? Wrote the whole book. Who cares? Until you start believing it, it ain't doing nothing for you. You can sit on a coffee table the rest of your life and you still go to hell. Who cares? Who cares what God said about you? Until you believe what he said about you, it doesn't change your life. And the problem is this. So what's the other stuff connected to? Man, I'm punching the devil right in the face. Man, I'm working that joker today. Because what it's doing is this. It's formed in rebellion. Because if you follow it back, it's based in untruth. And the untruth it's based in is basically a lie because that's what an untruth is and it's connected to rebellion because he's the only one that has a different opinion to God and his opinion ain't true because there's only one truth. <laughs> so watch this. So in life, there's only one truth about the situation and everything else is rebellion. The word. Now watch this. Why do we not want to go there? Because I really want to be emotionally attached to something that's a little bit easier than the truth. <laughs> Because why? I like to have my feelings more than the truth because I want somebody to lie to me. So if you don't lie to me, I'll lie to myself. But I want truth. No, you really don't want the truth. Because the truth makes you make a choice. <laughs> oh, and I don't like the choice because the choice is going to make me change. And I don't want to change. Because something inside of me is fighting me. So okay, though, how do we do this? We reprogram. We reprogram. And now we have that internal thing, and then we walk it out. Look what it says. It says, cast down, but mighty through God. You can go there. You can go back if you want. Go to four. Mighty through God for the pulling down of a stronghold. Doesn't that sound like work? I'll pull that thing down. It's ain't like someone, oh, I said it once, I believe once. Pull it down, man. This is where freedom is found. You can do it. And cast down, and cast down imaginations and every high thing, high thing that does what? You're good. That exalts itself against the knowledge of God. So it says other thoughts are trying to lift themselves up above. That's how Lucifer got kicked out of heaven. I lift myself up above. Don't let no thoughts lift up above the truth. Get rid of them. They ain't truth. And bring into captivity every day. Here's the work. Where'd that come from? Here's the work of it. Where'd that thought come from, man? What's gonna, and bring it into obedience to Christ. You know what that means? Hold the word of God and hold the thought and go, hey, which one's true? Smash them. You're, okay, here, watch. You're walking through. You're a loser. Whew. Come on, man. Look at me. You're a stinking loser. Look at me. Look at me. Is any time to go Google? Pay attention. Look at me. You're a loser. Whew. Examine it. Where'd it come from? I'm more than a conqueror. Whew. You are an addict. You have an addictive personality. Whew. I've been free. On whom the son says free, it's free indeed. You are shot out. You ain't right in the head. You got ADD. You're wired wrong. Something's wrong with you. You're crazy. I got the mind of Christ, baby. I'm working on this thing. And who he said I am is who I am. Bam. Some nitwit knucklehead said I don't love you no more. And now you think you're unlovable? Honey, I got a new word for you. 
God, if God be for me, hey, I'm going to throw a chair. Who in the world could be against me? And if God loves me, guess what? I don't need nobody else to love me because nothing can separate me from the love of God because he loved me and he gave himself for me. Praise be to God. You give me the idea. You give me the thought. You give me the suggestion. You give me whatever you got. I'm going to give you the word of God. And let me see if that thing has slipped through the word of God. It is like a basin you put your thoughts through. If it does does it come through the basin? You ain't allowed to believe it because it ain't true. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you know, you're a this. You're a that. Where you come from? Discipline that thing. Where you come from? You're going to die. going to die. Shut up. But live and not die. Bam. You can't do that. I can do all things through Christ who strength. You can't beat the enemy. Greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. Bam. I can't do that. Grab that thing. Snatch that thing out your head. What it come? That marriage can't work. Who in the world are you? Well, God put together, no man put asunder. Go ahead, but God. And then you start talking the word, and then you're going to really see how many friends you got. Because they, they're like soap opera box. You know, they want to, yeah, you know. Nah, I bumped that. I'm living in the word. I'm a word walker, a word talker, a word person. And now, look, and I know what you're saying. Well, you know. No, 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 no. Remember this and don't forget this. If it's connected to rebellion, it ain't the truth. And it's speaking in your thoughts, your ideas, your suggestions, your feelings, your this, your attitudes, all that junk. You going to master your mind? Then you got to do mind maintenance. We got these coquina rocks at the house. I'm the only dude who, I don't know, I got a mountain in the front yard. I can't understand the things. It's goofy, ain't it? You know, I got this hill. And there's these coquina rocks. You've seen it, Keith. You know those coquina rocks? There's rocks all over there. I never liked them when the kids were riding bikes when they were little. I was like, oh, my God, things looks weird. And one day I looked in, I see this little, 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 little weed growing out of this rock. I said, how in the heaven did that little thing push through all that rock to grow? And I started thinking about that thing. I said, that thing had to use force to get through them rocks, to get through all that, for this stupid thing to grow. And I started looking at stuff around there. What happens if you don't do maintenance in your yard? Takes over. Takes over. You ever clean up the yard? You ever see somebody's house get cleaned up? The other day, I've been living in this place since 1991. I've seen a house I've never seen before. You know why? They cleaned up the front yard tree line. I didn't even know it was there. It's on Ridgewood. I'll show it to you. I said, I didn't even know there was a house there. It was covered. Because all those weeds covered up what you could not see because you couldn't see through it. But once they did some maintenance, my God, you could see clear again. How many need to do some mind maintenance so I can see who I really am? How many need to do some mind maintenance so I can understand who I really am? How many need to do some mind maintenance so I can walk in what I'm supposed to How many need to do some mind maintenance to change your situation and change your future? If you believe that, come on. Guess what we got to do? Stand up on your feet and you got to start managing your mind. Amen? Lift your hands to heaven. Today you might be in here and you might not know Jesus. Glory to God. You got to start this journey with God. You know? I really believe that's so true. Why don't you lead these people, and then, and then you know, we got the memorial service today, and Pastor Liz will talk about all that. But I want you to know, you can do this mind man. Don't get down on this thing. Just listen, don't get down. I'm going to coach you the rest of the month. we got all month. Mondays, what is it, Sundays, Wednesdays, Sunday, Wednesday, Sunday, Wednesday, all the way through. And then if we got to start doing even more, we'll do more. Whatever we got to do to manage the mind, let's get there. Because you're only, think of this. You're only as good as you renew your mind, and you're only as good as you could see yourself the way Christ made you. 
So once we change it, we can change it. And ain't got, we got time, okay? So come on, if you're in here today and you don't know the Lord, today's your day. Just close your eyes real quick and just give, give PL a minute. Let her talk to you about this. If you're not saved and you don't know you're going to heaven, man, today's the day. Today's the day. Salvation's today. So with every head bowed and every eye closed, no one's looking around. This moment's just for you. If you say that's me today and I've never invited Jesus to be the Lord of my life, but I know that I need to make some changes. Yes, Lord. You know, I told someone yesterday, I said, you're doing good, but why don't you just let God help you and do it a little better? Mm. But if that's you today and you say, I want to make Jesus the Lord of my life, I want to invite you right now just to raise your hand as high as you can. Say, that's me this morning. Yes. I want to make him the Lord of my life. I want him to be my Lord. I want him to be my Savior. It's the Come best on. decision that you could ever make. If in you don't know life. you're going to heaven right now, guarantee, get your hand in the air right now. Yep. Come on, don't wait, don't hesitate. If you think, man, I might not be going to heaven, you get your hand in the air right now. One, two, three, get in the air. Come on. Yeah. Go for it. There you go. Maybe too. Maybe you've prayed before. Maybe you say I prayed before, but I'm, I haven't been walking with God. And today is my day. I want to come home. Mm. You can raise your hand too. Right there if you're watching online. You can put your hands down, but all over this place. I just want you to repeat after me. Just say, Dear Jesus. Dear Jesus. Today is the day. Today is the day. That I give up my life. That I give up my life. And I give it to you. Thank you for coming and dying for me. Thank you for coming and dying for me. I ask you to come into my heart. Oh, I ask you to forgive me of my sins. Forgive me. And from this day forward, I make you my Lord. Make you my Lord. And I make you my Savior. I choose today to serve you for the rest of my life. In Jesus' yes. name I pray. Amen and amen. And if you prayed that for the first time or you want more information about what you just did, I invite you to go back. Um, to, the, to our lounge area back there where yes. there'll be someone, Miss Kathy will be there. She can give you information. And we're so glad that you came to, how many of you are glad you came to church today? Wasn't that awesome? Amen. Man, we got to discipline those thoughts. Amen. Amen. Well, today also I want to share yes. with you, you know, if you have, we, at one o'clock we are having the memorial service for Brother Charles Ambrose. You know, Miss Precious and her family are so dear to us. Yes. And um, we're going to be having that memorial service. So if you would like to be here for that, it's at one o'clock right here. And other than that, we'll see you Wednesday night at 7 online or next Sunday morning. Remember, our 9 o'clock service is open now. For yes. um, we, don't have, we don't have kids' church or youth at 9 o'clock. Just, it's just a family service. But you can come to 9 o'clock if you'd like or 1030. We'll see you next Sunday. God bless you. We love you. Love you guys. Thank you for listening to this episode of Relevant Live with Pastor Chris. If you are interested in learning more about Relevant Church, we invite you to visit us today at relevantfl.org. And don't forget to subscribe to our channel to hear more messages like this one every single week. And as always, welcome home.